Hello, and welcome to Good Vibes Bad Bitches Podcast, a podcast for strippers and bad bitches. I'm your host, Sarah Merrifield. I'm a current dancer, certified pole instructor, and life coach. In this podcast, I offer tips and tricks in and out of the workplace to start awakening the bad bitch inside of you. Whether you're thinking about dancing, are new to the industry, or are an experienced dancer, I'll help provide the tools to level up your game. And even if you aren't a dancer, there will be plenty of info in here to awaken your inner baddie. So let's get started so you can start living the lifestyle of your dreams. What's up all my strippers and bad bitches and my wannabe strippers? I uh, wasn't really sure what to talk about this week, and I was thinking about doing a little story time. I even ordered a second mic because I do want to do some sort of stripper memoirs episode and was thinking that maybe once a month I would do it, but now I'm thinking more like maybe once every um, six weeks. But I am recording this episode a little bit later than I wanted to um, just because I had some health issues this week that kind of had me um, not as productive as I'd like to be. But I'm still going to do a story time today just with myself because I feel like the last time I worked, there were a lot of um, valuable lessons that could be that that could be learned from other dancers. So I got to start with um, it was the night before Halloween. So it was Sunday. So I did work Saturday and we had a costume contest and I worked my ass off on Saturday night and I did make what I consider to be good money for a weekend, but it's like just meeting the bare minimum of what I would say like a bomb night would be for a weekend. And again, for those of you that are listening that have never listened before, I work in a smaller suburb club, so nothing like you see on TikTok with the, you know, floors covered in ones, Atlanta, Miami, stuff like that. Not, not at all like that. So anyways, my night definitely started with me giving a couple's dance to this couple that I would say most definitely had smoked crack. Now they did not look like people that would do this drug and they were very kind and they were very nice. I'm listen, I don't mess with that stuff, but I'm also not here to judge anybody who does. I don't know if it was, you know, maybe they've never been out since their kids have been home or maybe they were out of the house. Maybe they got a little crazy. Who, who knows? But this couple did not look like your typical quote unquote crackheads. Um, they were very nice the man was dressed in like a button down shirt and like khakis like looked very like business like the the wife was in like a fall like overshawl like black you know a little witchy looking they were both really sweet and they were there with like another couple that you could tell seemed to have like their I don't know they just had their shit together a little bit more so this couple they actually came and watched me on stage I had went over to the table and said hello to the four of them prior. I was also on shots. So I walk around and I sell a tray with shots on them on top of me dancing because it just helps me earn a little extra money and it helps me break the ice 
with talking to people. So I had been there previously, but I had to go up on stage and the one couple came up and watched me. They didn't tip me at all. They kind of sat back and I could tell that they were like talking and like watching me. Like it seemed like they were interested. So I still put on like a little bit of a performance because you, you never know. Well, afterwards, um, well, they came up to me like probably the end of my second song and they said, Hey, we'd really like to get a dance from you. Um, the husband said my wife was very embarrassed. She's never done this before. She's never been to strip clubs, but she thinks you're beautiful and we'd really like a dance from you. So I was like, absolutely. Um, and you, you just never know. Sometimes somebody watching you from stage, you know, talking, they might be your next regular. You just never know. They, and, uh, I don't know if I said this, they ended up getting four dances from me. So there was $60 right off the rip. Boom. First dance I gave through the night. They actually gave me, um, 60 right away after the first two dances. And then, um, they just wanted me to keep going. And it was the woman's first couple of dances. So it was a little difficult trying to give dances, um, the woman seemed to be a little bit more affected by what I presume is crack. I don't know if you've ever watched Cops, but I'm, I literally could only presume that it's crack. But, um, it was a little difficult and she was like sinking down into the couches and doing the thing with her tongue and like licking her lips and her mouth, but the husband was kind of like keeping her together. Neither of them touched me. They were both extremely res respectful. So like, like I said, I'm not here to judge. I was just kind of laughing. And you know what? They wanted some dances. I gave them some dances. Cool. You know, not my business what you're doing outside of the club. So anyways, um, I also had a regular that has been coming to see me for about two years. Um, and he's actually my only regular basically right now, besides the, the next couple that I'm going to talk about. But um, he's my only regular that I have actually. And another lesson I'm just going to throw in there is you don't need regulars to make money because again, I only have this one and I still end up doing fairly decent. So he's been coming to see me for two years and he came in tonight and um, or that night on Sunday. And I had noticed that he had been getting maybe a little bit too attached to me. And usually when that happens, I will just not answer his calls or text him for, you know, a few weeks or a month just to give him like that little bit of a break. Because when he does seem to be getting a little bit too attached, he starts to get angry at me when I have to do my job. Like when I can't sit with him all night and talk to him because I have to go make money. Now, he has spent a lot of money on me over the years, but he's only typically good for like $100 to $200 a night. And at first, I was worried about losing him because I thought, you know, I, I needed to keep him around because I need the money. But tonight or that night that I worked on Sunday, I, he had been mean to me. Um, I would go over to him and we were supposed to do a double dance with one of my besties at the club. Cause you know, I share him, um, 
I try and help other girls make money. I it, it also helps me not have to focus all my energy on him when he gets dances from other people. And I would just make jokes like, oh, as long as I'm still number one, I'm totally cool with sharing the wealth. Doesn't bother me. Um, so she went over there, sat with him. And I said, I have to go sh- set my shot tray down on the bar. I was like, but I'm going to come right back over there if he wants to do that double dance because I had this other couple come in that spent a lot of money on me the last time they were in that I was going back over to. But I said, hey, I got to go give some dances. I'll be back. And he had um, turned her away, I guess, because she got up and I went over there and was like, hey, what's going on? I thought you wanted to do this double dance with me and my bestie. And he said, no, that's okay. I don't want to do it anymore. And I said, okay. And he's like, I'm just going to get going. And I said, okay, fine. Goodbye. Because I wasn't playing these games with him. Like he fucking knows. He knows that I'm working. Um, so I go grab my tray again and go back over to this couple that had come in that had seen me the prior week and we hit it off really well. I had to get up and go do something before um, I must have set my tray down and said, oh, I'll be right back. Like I trusted this couple, set my tray there, got up and he comes up to me and it was like, well, do we have time just me and you or do you not have time now? And I was like, you can't just act like that to me. You cannot just play these games and be rude to me and be mean when I take time out of my night. I take time from dancing for other people to make sure that you have attention to make sure that I that you know that I'm here and that I'm paying attention to you because I in fact do do those things. I make sure that he knows like hey even though I'm running around I see you. I paying I'm paying as much attention to you as I can. I'll come over, we'll do shots together, talk a little bit and then I'll go and then I'll come back, you know, when you need me or when you want me. So I had made time out of me being pulled in multiple directions because it was a busy night the night before Halloween. And then he got mad at me and then threatens to leave and then tells me he doesn't want anything. And I said, you can't act like that to me and then expect me to just drop everything and go upstairs with you for a couple of dances. Like that's not how it works. And he was rude again. And I said, okay, then leave. Like I, I don't, I don't need to spend time with you. Like I have other things that I could be doing basically Bye. And it wasn't me screaming at him. I didn't make a big deal out of it. That's exactly what I said to him and how I talked to him. And I needed to explain that because I was worried about losing the money, but I had to trust my intuition. And the other couple that had come in that I was going back and forth with, they literally made my night that night. And... They had come to the club previously when I first met them and a floor guy had sent me over to them. And the floor guy also said he sent another girl over to them and that dancer, I don't know what they were doing or if they were doing something else, but I usually listen to the floor guys immediately unless I have to make a few stops. Like I'm like, oh, I'll totally go over there except these people want to dress over here and this person wants to dance. Like I will usually just be like, oh, cool. You know what? I'll grab my shot tray. Or even if my shots are being made, I'm like, you know what? I'll go say hi to them. Like, I'll be able to tell and get a feel for whether they like me, whether 
they're just there to eat, whether they're scoping the place out, maybe they'll say that they want a few dances right off the rip, but I can kind of get a feel for how they are. And my go-to for when I first talk to people is if I'm not really getting like a connection, this is for new dancers, this will help you is I'll just say, you know what, I'll let you like have a drink, scope out the place, and then I'll be back later if you, you know, want to get a dance for me or something. And usually that works because they're like, okay, cool. They don't feel super pressured and I can kind of keep an eye on them and see like what they're interested in or if they're watching me. But anyways, so the first time I ever met this couple that I went over to that the floor guy sent me to, um, the floor dances at the tables are only $10 and they ended up giving me like 60 or $80 the first time I ever met them. Um, and they were also buying shots off my tray and tipping me very generously on that. And they ended up telling me that they owned a bar in the area. I was very familiar with this bar. I used to f- not frequent, but I had been to this bar several times um, when I lived in the area. And I'd never met the owners before. But regardless, I, even though they told me that, I never expect anything, even from people with a bunch of money. Like I always just talk to them completely normal. And we ended up just really getting along. Like me and the wife just really clicked. She was super fun and sweet and down to earth. They both were extremely respectful, just chef's kiss to both of them because I, literally love them both. And they ended up coming in on Sunday. And as soon as I stood my ground with my regular and told him to leave, and I had no idea that this couple was about to drop as much money as they did, but I'll just say that they made my entire night. It was the best night that I've had all year. And I was literally just explaining to a girl the night before, um, the night we had the Halloween contest that had it like literally a regular rain on her. I was like, I haven't had a night like this since last year. Lo and behold, the very next fucking day, it happens. And I really feel like that I just needed to trust the universe and let go what was mentally draining me. Like I let go of my old regular and I was rewarded for it from the universe. And I had been talking about how this regular mine had low-key been draining me prior to one of my work besties, and he would call, and I would be like, should I tell him to come in? Like, I don't know if it's going to be dead or busy tonight. Like, maybe I should just tell him to come in, deal with the being emotionally drained so I can make a little bit of money off of him, and it has worked before. Some nights, I trusted, like, all right, I'm just going to tell him to come in had a great night. He wasn't super draining, made some money. Boom. Was awesome. Um, But tonight was one of those nights, not tonight, Sunday, was one of those nights where I really just trusted my intuition and said, you know what? I need to not play these games. I don't need to sacrifice any more of my energy for this person and they need to go. And as soon as I fucking put my foot down, stood my ground and trusted my intuition, boom, the universe was like, bitch, let me make it rain on you. I guess. So (laughs) let's do a little bit of a recap. So the night's lessons. The first lesson is don't always feel bummed out if someone's watching you on stage and they're not tipping you because you never know if it's their first time to a club or 
like the couple that was older. She was nervous about asking me. Um, they could be watching you to see how you move. Um, go after, go, go over to them afterwards and, and just be nice and flirty. And maybe they will get some dances from you. Like what happened to me on Sunday and kind of like feel them out. So now that you're there with them, maybe they were nervous before, but now they won't say no. So sometimes the shy ones tip even more. Second lesson, follow your intuition. Even if you have a customer that's draining you, evaluate if the money is worth draining your mental energy. Because if it's not, trust that the universe has your back. Might not be the same night, but once you have that overflow of energy back, like you're bound to attract more customers and more people to you. So the third lesson, which I have not talked about yet, we're going to go into something new, is this night on Sunday, I saw not a lot. There was only actually, I think there was only six girls, which is very, very slim. Um, But I still saw some of the girls standing around and there was plenty of people to make money off of. So if you sit around talking to other dancers or more worried about eating or ordering your next drink or talking to your friends who showed up but aren't spending money or outfit changing changes or you're focusing on your problems from home, you didn't leave them at the door, you're up in the dressing room, you're sad. If you aren't talking to people, you aren't going to make money period. And maybe this is just me, but when I'm making money, I am feeling better. If I come in sad and I start making money, I feel better. If I come in and I'm worried about body image, but I start talking to people and I start making money, I start fucking feeling better. (laughs) You have to consistently be aware of your surroundings And if you're taking a break, that's obviously okay. Like, obviously, it gets tired. You're going to sit around and talk to other dancers and your friends. But if you're on the floor and a group comes in, they might spend money on the first couple girls that go sit with them. So that's where being aware of your surroundings really comes in. Time is money. Don't waste it while you're working. You will only see me eating or picking from food if a customer has bought it for me or for us. Because I will almost 99.9999% of the time never spend my own money at the club. Why would I spend the money that I am earning at the club? Like, no. I never have a tab. I do not buy my own drinks. And I really never have to seek out people to do so. Like, most people, if you sit down and talk to them, they'll ask you if you want a drink. And you will absolutely, one in a million times, rarely ever catch me playing pool. And when I say rare, I mean one in a million. Like I think I can count on my hand, on my hand, one hand, how many times in the past four years I have worked at this club, how many times I have played pool. So, and what I'll do when it's kind of dead is my favorite thing is practice some pole tricks and you could grab a couple of girls, you can grab multiple girls And then this way, it also makes the club look like fun and entertaining and still kind of busy if customers walk through the door, even if it is dead. It looks like you're making the club look fun. So 
it all boils down to like you either want to make money or you don't. And I get that we all have our hit or miss nights and, you know, there's slow nights, but I'm telling you that even on slow nights, I do just fine because I tell the universe what I expect and then I try and give gratitude daily. I'm absolutely super thankful. But a lot of analogies that people who write about the law of attraction or, you know, TikToks, blogs, books, podcasts, anything about the law of attraction, they say when you order something on Amazon, do you just hope that it comes to your door? Like, oh, I ordered this. Like, I really hope that I get it. Really hope it shows up at my door. Like, no, you know, you're going to get that package. Like, you know, it's coming to your door. You ordered it. It's coming to your house. That's the same thing with the law of attraction and, and telling the universe what you want. Like I put in basically an order like, Hey universe, I would like to make this amount of money tonight. Like, I don't even like to say I am going to make this amount of money. This is going to happen to me tonight. And I like envision it. I like literally picture it. I feel it in my fingertips, feel the money falling on me at work, so to say, or, or like my favorite thing. One of my favorite mantras is people love to just give me money. That's what I say. Like out loud. I'm like, people love to give me money for no reason. People love to just give me money because wouldn't everybody like that? Just people walking up to them and like giving them money because like, I'm telling you that can happen and it does happen especially at a strip club. I know it's more of a place where those types of things can happen. Like people can tip you for hanging out or they'll be like, oh, you're pretty. Here's some money. But, you know, like I said on Saturday, I had to work my ass off for every single dollar. Like I was go, 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 probably burned 3000 calories. So um, that's another one of my favorite mantras. Like people just love giving me money. But also another tip for all my little witchy sisters out there, I implore you to look up. And if you're already witchy, you probably already know Hecate or Hecate and Lilith. Um, I may or may not have mentioned them out loud Sunday before I went to work and asked them to also help me make some money. But I definitely am going to contribute it to them, the universe, trusting my intuition and the hustle mindset of why I had a good night. But I also, you know, even though Sunday was one of my best nights all year, I still continue to have good nights. So sometimes I I get like an imposter syndrome because I walk away with money and there are girls that I'm looking at that are drop dead gorgeous or that I'm like drooling over that didn't, you know, barely make anything. And I, and I feel bad and I'm like, really? Like how me, like, how did I how? But like, I know how, like, I know how I put in the order to the universe. (laughs) So if you haven't listened to my mini money manifestation episode, the one before this, go do that. And let's all fucking manifest some money and make a bag. Also, you know where to find me, good vibes, bad B on Instagram. Go ahead drop a comment if you've used any of these tips or tricks and if they're working for you. Thank you so much, all my strippers and baddies. I love you so much and I will talk to you next time.